What's up and welcome to the Single Player Experience Podcast. I'm your host Sebastian Malden and in this episode we're going to be talking to the creator of Lucid, Eric Manahan. Eric and I have spoken previously on an episode of the Single Player Experience where we let you know what Lucid is and why you should be excited about it. Well, this episode is an update to that one because Lucid is about to launch its Kickstarter. In this episode, Eric is going to tell you why you should back this game on Kickstarter and he and I are going to talk about the current state of Nintendo and why it's time for a Nintendo Switch Pro. We got all this and more coming right at you right after the intro. DJ, start the intro, man. This is the Single Player Experience, the podcast that helps single player gamers manage their video game backlog. I'm your host, Sebastian Malden, and my main quest is to help you manage your ever-growing video game backlog by letting you know which single player games are worth your time and money so that you can have the best single player experience. Now, without further ado, let's start the show. DJ, cut the beat. Hey everyone, like I said in the intro, we have a very special guest joining us today. He is the solo dev extraordinaire. He is a creator of the dope game Lucid, and he's just a rock star. I'm so excited to have him on the show. Joining me today is Eric Manahan. Eric, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Sebastian. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I, I probably said this like a million times over the course of last year, but I am so looking forward to your game, Lucy. I really am. <laughs> that makes me so happy, dude. It, like it never gets uh, it never loses its like sparkle when, when I hear that. That makes me so very happy. Thank you. You know, like I, it's it's getting to a crazy point, too, because in my life, I have a hype anticipation meter and that hype anticipation meter, like at the very top, there's like MCU Marvel movies and like mm-hmm. the huge games that I'm waiting for. Like you're right there now, like you're, ah! you're right there, like as a time of recording, like we're um we're nearing the Ant-Man um, quantum manium, like it's oh, about yeah. to come out in theaters and like. And me being a MCU kind of guy, I, I pretty much like go to the openings, uh, at least like the Thursday or Friday openings of all like MCU movies. And like uh-huh. that level of anticipation is what I have for your game now. So oh, I'm oh like, you're right there. So I'm so excited to have you on the show. So excited for to play Lucid when it comes out. But before I do that, you know, you've been on the show before. But in yes. case people haven't heard that episode, can you introduce yourself, your game and the Kickstarter, because Lucid has a Kickstarter that I really think people should go and support. Can you introduce all that to the audience? I'll do my darndest. Um, so, yes, um, my name is Eric Manahan. I am uh, the developer behind the game Lucid. It is a uh, love letter to all the games I played growing up uh, with an additional like modern sensibilities because, you know, games have evolved. Um it's uh, I've been love like affectionately calling it the world's first Celestoidvania. Um, it, that would make more sense if, if you could see the trailer. So you guys should go see the trailer. Um, and the most important thing right now in my life is the the, uh, the Lucid Kickstarter that you can go to at uh, LucidKickstarter.com. You can go there, and all you gotta do is just got you just gotta press one little click and say notify me. It, it would just make my day. It would mean the absolute world. I I would give you a million hugs and kisses. Just got to press one button. Thank you so much. So, Eric, you know, I'm sure people are going to stream to that Kickstarter. But 
we were talking about this a little offline. You were, were going back and forth on what you were going to do regarding the, the demo. Can you give people a little taste of the demo? Yes. Okay. So um, I'm doing my darndest to create like the most thorough vertical slice of the game for this demo. And if, or anybody, the vertical slice is a really weird term. A vertical slice is kind of, um, think of like a game as like a, a layered cake and you, you cut into the cake and it's a piece and every layer is an aspect of the game. Like everything you're going to do in that game is in that one slice even if it's just a tiny sliver uh so you got your like uh, your, your full gameplay loop so to speak i'm really trying to get everything I, I can in this demo um to really get the point across of what lucid is because it's a pretty like uh what's it called like uh everything's designed holistically so if one piece is missing i, I feel like it's just not going to hit as hard so um that said um i'm full steam ahead on this demo it's coming along really nicely um and i would i'm like leaning really really heavily towards a simultaneous drop with the kickstarter i would love to hear your viewers thoughts i would like uh in your comments and if they don't uh at me sebastian please you tell me what they say uh but if you guys want to come to the lucid discord and tell me too that'd be pretty cool but um yeah what are your guys opinions on like demos that drop with kickstarters does it give too much away do you get your fill and say i'm done. that was good yummy yum i'm done uh or would the alternative of um like if you pledge a baseline amount you get access to the alpha at the end of the kickstarter um i feel like it, it makes sense on paper but it might feel just like this feels bad man so i, I would love to get some more input from you sebastian your fans like everybody uh so that's where my head's at right now for sure for sure um so everyone the link to the kickstarter and his discord is going to be in the show notes in the description of the episode so give them all that sweet love and all the feedback because like i you know like this is a hard choice and you know i know there's so much thought and so much like decision making uh, this decision making that comes mm -hmm. into like kickstarters making a game and everything like that like how do you handle all these big decisions oh uh, uh that's a really good question man uh <laughs> i i wish i had like a really thoughtful answer it's really like what i, I think I, I steer a lot of the ship with my gut um what i as a like outsider like if i saw if i saw the equivalent of me doing something like what would that ship be doing that makes me feel like i um like respect what they're doing i agree with how they're doing it um like i, I like where their head's at they seem to give a crap about their audience they're um engaged with the audience they they try to give their their crew that it's due like i just had um i was hosting a um, an art contest and everyone came out and just freaking crushed it dude they every day i would wake up to like that's dope that that's also <laughs> dope and um I, like an idiot I, I said there'll be a grand prize winner and i forgot you got to choose a winner <laughs> sebastian you have no idea how hard it is to choose a winner when there's like a hundred winners but um so what i tried to do as a thank you was um every single entry i either cut up into like a highlights reel and made it it's a, its own post on my instagram and socials and added everybody i recently just did a few interview questions with all the art uh 
a handful of the artists that you can check out their interviews in the discord i couldn't fit it all but i just try to give back the love that i receive because like it just seems right um so there's a long-winded way of saying uh, all these decisions i try to go with my gut i talk to my friends i talk to the, the lucid community um and they really helped me i think so far make the right decisions so uh, all these people submitted like really cool art and you know, you really had to make the tough decision there on like what was going to win the grand prize. But what was it like seeing all the different like art styles and like everything that people submitted about your video game, man? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, first of all, baseline, always flattered, completely humbled. It's always like I, I never expect to get like, I don't know, I'll get, I'll get a handful. But then it's just like so many. And it's just like it, it's bizarre because this project was just this little project in my room alone and seeing my characters and world just being interpreted in all these, like you said, different mediums is surreal, dude. Uh, but uh, what's it like to see all that? Like, uh, I can't describe it. Like I've seen, I've seen 3d renders of little characters that look like it's a Pixar movie. I've seen comic book. I've seen musical stuff. I've seen uh uh, tracks like based on a character uh what did i see i saw a video game a pushmo they made like a push <laughs> like yeah yeah do you remember pushmo yeah they made a pushmo level uh, based on like one of the characters in pixel art it was it was insane um i saw somebody did a uh a stained glass thing and some other guy did a laser like etching that you could like light up the etching it, it was crazy so um I, again, thank you to everybody that came out, but uh, it it sincerely made my day for as long as that, or for every day that that was going on. Waking up and seeing entries was just the best. So, did any of the entries make you want to change any like art style in your game? Uh, I I wouldn't say it made me want to change my art style. It's kind of like set in stone, but <laughs> but it definitely gave me ideas for sure. Like uh, there was a few little scenes. There's a few. There was a few interpretations of characters and um, things that I have pixelated. Where that's what see. I've always said that's the beauty about pixel art, you know. And even um old sixty four era stuff. It leaves the like the mind. There's some freedom to fill in the blanks, you know. Like it's not mm -hmm. HD graphics. It's like you need to be interactive with the art and like fill in the gaps of what you think that is and those artists did that and it, it, it's so cool because it's stuff like i didn't think of and i'm like oh i'm stealing that <laughs> I, i'm taking that for sure so yeah it uh it definitely influenced so let me ask you like you know you're a creative person and as a creative person you're always like you can't help it your brain always goes on to thinking about ideas and and in game development you're working on a project like how do you stay on that one particular idea of like staying on track with this project versus like hey oh my gosh i just got a, a really cool idea for another game you know oh yeah another good question um well my um my missus she will tell you that i suffer from a hardcore case of tunnel vision and uh, I'm like a dog with a bone. I, I'll, I just won't let go until it's done. Um, so I, I don't I don't really struggle with um, deviating from the path. Uh, it's kind of like anytime you're right, though, like I'll be walking around and I feel bad sometimes. I think we may have 
talked about this last time, so forgive mm-hmm. me if I'm telling my story again, but um, we'll be out and I'll just, we'll be talking and we'll be walking the dog and I'll be like, I'll see, uh, I saw a woodpecker the other day. We were on a, uh, we call it nature walks. So we were on a nature walk with the dog in the little, the woods that are near us and I, this woodpecker was going it was so close and so loud i'd never seen it before and all of a sudden it sparked this idea or this memory of like those little woodpeckers and Mega Man x's sting chameleon level yeah and, right and uh then i was like oh my god i i need to do that i have to make an homage i need to make and then i thought about what the, what mechanics are in the game right now what can i apply to this and then i was like oh i, I know what i want to do i know i've been working on these new assets and i can incorporate it into a woodpecker and, and there you go new idea so uh yeah, man. I guess everything just kind of gets filtered through this this what this lucid filter. Everything. So, you know, like you you're about to start on the Kickstarter journey. Like how nerve wracking is that to oh. to start on a platform? You're you're while you're familiar with it, you understand all the concepts like you're barking on this journey for the first time yourself. Yeah, it's um, stress inducing. It's definitely stress-inducing. I uh, I would be lying and disingenuous if I said it wasn't nerve-wracking. Uh, had a f- I've had a, f- a few stints of just waking up like really stressed out and just like, oh my, why am I sweating? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've had a, a lot of weird, weird fever dreams that I can only attribute to either uh, some repressed memories or just more likely stress. But... Uh, yeah, it's definitely stressful, dude. Um, I mean, I did a Kickstarter, or I was a part of a team who did a Kickstarter before, and uh, so I have like a shade, a taste of it, you know? But mm-hmm. um, I wasn't kind of the captain of that ship, so to speak. So now that it's like all on, for the most part, all on me, it's uh, it's a lot. There's a lot to think about, like we've kind of alluded to, you know, like, uh rewards uh, uh price points um like, like incentives uh trailers demo like w- w- was reaching out to play uh streamers who want to play it uh how do you create buzz around the release like it's there's so many pots and pans on the stove you gotta like be flipping all the time it's like a what do they call a short order chef or something like that <laughs> yeah for sure for sure <laughs> So I got to ask you, like you, you've been working so hard on game development. Have you had a lot of time to play games yourself lately? Yes and no. Um, no on my off time. However, it's a, a really good segue into, um, so uh, w- my buddy and I, we had started doing like this sort of uh, Matt Black Studio stream where we mm-hmm. play games, either um, influencer for, for Lucid or games we love, old Metroidvanias, and it kind of got put on the back burner. Keep it on the the, the chef metaphors. Got put on the back burner because it's just taking too much away from actual dev time. But fast forward to now, um, between the Discord community, kind of like, hey, we're we kind of like those bring, bring those back man so between that and then aaron and i kind of like figured out a good system like a schedule uh they're back so that's how i get my games in now every thursday at 7 p.m eastern standard time you can find <laughs> us at uh twitch.tv uh the map black studio i, I think I, I don't know but uh maybe that'll whatever uh if you ever want to watch us stream you uh, hit us up but um that's how i get our games and we just recently played we played dead space we played uh, Dead Space Remastered. We played 
um oh my god we've just played metroid prime remastered uh that was awesome and then we also played it takes two and then we played a few community like demos um edge of allegoria by average joe and um that was super fun like it's really great to have friends who've been making games alongside you in your community and like play it on stream with them in the chat and just like like kick the piss out of them and they kick the piss out of us for sucking and it's just a good time uh and then we also he was just editing this episode we played um deliver us mars oh and, yeah mm -hmm. uh have you played that game i've only seen trailers but i'm i'm aware of the concept of the game cool 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 um i was i don't want to shit on another dev so i'm gonna <laughs> not gonna do that the game isn't for you then <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very mm -hmm. much. Yes, yes. It's definitely, it's not, I am not its target demographic. Let's say that. That's that's understandable. Not every game is for everybody. So exactly. I'm like, exactly. There are plenty of games I play all the time to where I'm like, I like aspects. I like, I can understand what you were trying to go for here. It's just not for me personally on that A personal thousand level. Percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see, I need, I need you for some PR, man. Man, just let me know. I got your back. God <laughs> damn, that was so good. I would sit here and just bury myself and be like, that guy's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, it's, it, it is all good. Like there, I'm like, I've been playing tons of games recently, you know, um, and had several different developers and, and different, like different people on the podcast where we talk about different games. And like, while some aspects are like something that really speaks to me on a personal level, some aspects mm. don't really hit to me personally, but like, the, the crazy thing about us as gamers is like, we, you know, like just like movies, there's so many different genres. There's so many things that spark each individual person's interest. So yep. Yep, different yep, strokes yep. for different folks. A, a, a thousand percent. I couldn't agree more. Like not everything. I don't think any I don't think everything should be made for everyone. Like mm -mm. there's like that's what cult followings are. And that's how you get those crazy like um niche audiences that just like that's the thing they love and you can't tell them otherwise and that's awesome but, yeah uh, recently but yeah. one um like a perfect example of this and just a side note here is like there's a, a game you probably remember that was released in the late in the ps4 era of days gone like I oh yeah you know, the zombie horde game is yeah, yeah, survival yeah. zombie horde game I like aspects of that game and I also like I don't like the game as a whole. Like, I think it is a real cool concept. Just it didn't speak to me. And this is coming from a person who really liked like games like The Last of Us, Dead Rising, and right. and other zombie games. Like, didn't like a didn't like the game as a whole. But that game has a huge cult following. People mm -hmm. where it like legitimately like they will go to bat for that game. They are like they are signing petitions. Like, make a sequel. Don't do anything else. Make a sequel of that game. Wow. And I'm like. I love that people are passionate about that, but it's yeah. not for me personally, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, don't get mad at me for not liking it, and I'm not going to get mad at you for liking it. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, to, to each their own, my dudes. Exactly. So well, tell me about the stream. What have y'all been streaming lately? Oh. Since you put it on pause, like before you put it on pause, that is. Well, um... Well, we've been streaming. Uh, what did we? We played uh, some community demos. We j we're currently in the midst of finishing Metroid Prime Remastered, and uh, man, that's just like 
sitting in like uh i don't know i, I use the metaphor of like um you have like your first car and you sold it right mm -hmm. but then somehow or another you stumble upon your old car and you just sit down you rub your hands around the wheel and you're like ah this is nice <laughs> it, it felt great like i've been enjoying the fuck out of it um i uh when the first one came out i had torn my ACL. So I was kind of out for the count for like the perfect time where it dropped like the week of. So I played a lot of Metroid prime. So picking it up again, was a treat that said, um, my buddy, uh, who had never played it before and was sitting like, you know, driver's seat or uh, passenger seat rather. Um, I didn't, I, I play fast. And I didn't realize, I look over and he was like getting pale in the face and, and like the, between all the visor switching, he's like, mm -hmm. bro, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> it's like getting motion sickness from all like the, the movement and moving around. I felt so bad, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I mean, really enjoying Metroid Prime and we'll, we're going to be finishing it up uh, tomorrow. So let's talk a little bit about Metro Prime. Like, what aspects do you enjoy about it? Like, the nuances that you enjoy about this remaster versus playing oh, the original? Wow. Okay. Um, I think it would be a shorter list to say what I don't like, because then okay. I can go into what I do like, because it's pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's so the things that I where it's not I don't like is, and it's not even a complete don't like. I do like the um they added um like traditional like analog control where you move with left and aim with right that yeah it's a modern day shooter controls mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. so that said they had to like free up some stuff and how they reworked the the controls i didn't my muscle memory like i kept hitting the wrong buttons man and when i went to the controls options and i looked at like the traditional controls i'm like yeah see like where my thumb keeps going that's where i want that button to be and it wouldn't let me you can change controls to four different like loadouts, but then you couldn't change individual buttons. And I was like, I just want to switch these two, and they wouldn't let me. Um, so that's like my biggest gripe with the uh, the remaster. Um, like my fingers were just starting to hurt because I had to do this weird kind of claw thing. <laughs> I, I'm old. Don't at me. My my fa my hands hurt. Whatever. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it on the negatives. Oh, oh, sorry. There's one more. Um, the thermal visor. I could have sworn it wasn't so fuzzy, and it really it it's kind of a lot on the eyes, and especially for my buddy who was about to upchuck his lunch. Uh, it's a lot. Like they made it real fuzzy and hard to. I remember it being smoother and just kind of like, like I don't know, low poly or something. But uh, those are the only two things that stood out to me. Nearly everything else, like the textures are fantastic the lighting's fantastic the graphics are great i mean the gameplay is traditional metroid prime what more can you ask for uh i, I have you played metroid prime i've played the original back in the day i've not played the remastered so i was uh, wondering you know like the the major differences and whether or not like do you feel like you felt satisfied and fulfilled dumping and jumping back in after all this time I would say a, a big yes. I, uh, I I was going for, we were streamed for like four and a half, five hours, and I could have gone for more, but I looked <laughs> over and my friend was just pale as a ghost. So I was like, all right, maybe we, maybe we take a breather. But uh, yeah, I could have kept going. Um, yeah, I wholeheartedly, I, I'm a big Metroid fan if it was a, wasn't a secret. So uh, I highly recommend. So do you think this is the best remastered that Nintendo has done recently? Ooh. 
Okay, hold on now. I gotta do a little tallying up of all the remasters that they've yeah, done. Yeah, dude. Yeah, like I, the one I was talking with some buddies, and like the last one I can remember that I played was um the 3DS Zeldas, you know, the Majora's Mask and the Ocarina. Mm -hmm. Um, and those are pretty phenomenal in their own right. Like the whole the two um the inventory on the touchscreen like completely mitigated all that like pausing and stopping shenanigans of the original. The updated graphics were great. Um, I haven't finished Metroid Prime, so it would be unfair. I don't know if they added new content. I think by this point, though, you you kind of like you know you get the gist of it to know like a lot of it's been unchanged, other than yeah. like the upscaling, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. I think it. Would, I don't. I don't think I can say it's the best. Okay. Because of because of my said issues. If it didn't have those issues, I might have been able to say it. But uh, considering we just played the Dead Space remaster mm -hmm. and then played the Metroid Prime remaster, like they're both great games, great remasters, but the Dead Space remaster, like I, I had nothing. There was, I was just like a, a pig and shit, dude. It was, <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, truth be told, I got a little too. Uh, we figured out on for the first time. I'm an old man and I don't know how stream works, and we just figured out um, channel points. Okay. And uh, we're like, wait, you can make people pay your channel points and we do stuff? That's amazing. <laughs> and I I'm playing, and my buddy, who is, uh, he's just, uh, 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 he's got more, he can drink more than me. He he's got more of a tolerance than you do. Uh, he, I used to have more, but then I, I went rock climbing and I, I just lost a, I got, I, I look like this gaunt skeleton person out of nowhere <laughs> so i i'm still acting like i'm not so i'm like trying to keep up which i usually could and i'm like i forgot i lost 20 pounds and it oh my god so he was in the control of like the the the, the, the um channel point rewards mm -hmm. or whatever and he was like hot shot sauce uh shot shots shot uh, hot shot <laughs> hot sauce shots <laughs> it was just like one after another and people were just he also grossly underestimated how much channel points the, the crew had. And they were just like dropping those points like immediately. <laughs> so it was just shot after shot after shot. I got pretty sauced on that stream, my, my dude. Um, That's right so now. funny. I'm sure when that episode comes off, we're going to have a little tal like a uh, guess when Eric became belligerently drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the 10 minute marker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah 10 minutes. In. Oh, this game's amazing. <laughs> And at that point, you're still like flawlessly playing Metroid Prime. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you could, you could tell. All of a sudden, I was just like sucking wind, and he, <laughs> I was like aiming at the wall. It was bad. It was so bad. But that said, that remaster was amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed that Dead Space game. It was really, 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 really good. It's that so that's good because the reason why I ask is because like I feel like the narrative around Nintendo remasters is like they either go super hard with it or like they barely put any effort into it. Yes. You know, like is there's like the the Zeldas, like the Skyward yes. Swords and yes. and like the what was it, the Mario 3D collection where they just basically yeah, put out the same yes. game and then like then you have like Zelda's Link's Awakening, which is like really good. It's like a yes. <laughs> rebuilt from the ground up with a really gorgeous art style. And then you have this, you know, Metro Prime remastered, and this seems like they actually put a lot, of, lot of effort into it. You know, you're, you're, absolutely, you hit the nail on the head. Um, it, it is peculiar as to like what 
why 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 are some and why are some not and uh i mean i can only speculate and i can only speculate that it has to do with like this like it's a business decision I, the skyward sword debacle it felt like because breath of the wild got pushed back they're like we have to toss them like a, a piece of meat like mm-hmm. just like gnaw on this for a while and they just like oh what can we do i don't know up res skyward sword uh 60 bucks yay <laughs> um because like they clearly can do it if they give a shit like, I, mm-hmm. but then that argument kind of or that reasoning kind of falls short for the mario one because they weren't trying to push anything out like i, I don't know I don't know what that was. It was so weird. And then it was also a limited release. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like they were the Disney vault, so to speak, where they yeah, were just like, you can't have yeah. it anymore. I'm like, it's a it digital like, good, man. Just yeah, throw it if, to us. It's a feels bad, man. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do that? Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I'm perplexed. I will always and always have been a Nintendo fanboy. But uh, man, do they make some decisions where I'm like, what? Why? But yeah, why? I think a lot of people have coined it weird Nintendo decisions. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just like, okay, okay, Nintendo gonna Nintendo, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, the crazy thing is, is, like, you know, there's such a discrepancy in quality, too, because, like, we get so many good games, like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Ma- mm-hmm. you know, Metro mm-hmm. Prime now, and then, like, that's the creme de la creme. Like, those games are, like, game of the year contenders every year they drop. And then you also get, like, the Mario sports games to where I'm like, yes. this should not be a full title. Like this, yes. they feel like all together, you can charge $60 for them, but like separately, it feels like you're robbing people for $60 oh, individually. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. even um that Mario party, like it was, it was, it was good. It was very mm-hmm. well constructed, but it was so, it was a, so tiny. It was so tiny. Mm-hmm. Sebastian, what the <laughs> fuck was that? There was only four boards. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. Give us some meat, man. If you're gonna put some out, feed us, you know. Or at the very least, DLC. I mean, they've been pumping out Mario Kart 8 DLC for like 1,000 years. What? It's going up. I mean, I hope they do the same treatment, but they're not. They're not even doing that, Eric. I was about to say, I hope they do what they for Smash Bros. What they (laughs) do for um, Mario Kart 8. But they've already said they're like they're done, and they're never. Oh my God! Don't get me started on Steve and Kazuo. Oh, mm-hmm. God, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I don't want to get angry. <laughs> I, you know, like I'm, I'm always a next generation kind of person. Like I, okay. while I don't like the quality of like some of the Pokemon games recently, like I like the fact that hey, let's push things to a new generation. Like I'm that yes. kind of person to where I'm like. Don't give me the same game and like just make me repay for it. At least give me a new experience mm-hmm, sort of mm-hmm. person. So like, I love the I love it for the people who love like, hey, we're getting new cart like new carts and like a couple of new courses every yeah. couple of months. But I'm like, can I just have a Mario Kart at nine at this point? Like, yes. I don't I'm I I don't need eight deluxe for the last seven years. Like, yeah. I give me at least a new Mario Kart like with a. Uh, with some of the new characters y'all have come out with, like, give me some with, like, the arms people to where, like, maybe they can, like, throw their arms. Right. Throw that'd their be arms a really cool. Yeah, that'd be, well, I don't know if that'd be enough. That's a cool item idea. It's just, like, a giant um spring. Yeah. punch thing. That'd be really cool. Give me um, that. I, give I me agree. Splatoon. Like, give yeah. me, you can make, like, make their the road, like, wet behind you using, yes. like, some of the guns or something like that. Give, I mean, it. it 
it, it's it makes writes itself. It's it basically really like a, a long form banana chain, but like mm -hmm. it's this long streak of banana chain. That'd be super cool, man. I mean, I feel like we could have our cake and eat it too. Like all they got to do is keep doing what they're doing, but also drop like a a teaser, a teaser mm -hmm. trailer for nine. Just let us know what's in development. That would make uh, a lot of people happy, me thinks. I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Like, um, I, I'm i looking at it, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, surely they don't have that whole team just working on, like, Mario Party, uh, like, Mario Kart DLC. Like, no that whole way. team is just tolling away on DLC. They gotta be working on something else, you know? They gotta, right? That'd be insane. Like, no it, way. To just have that whole team just sitting there working on DLC for a game that's, yeah. that came out of the Wii U? Like, yeah, that is yeah. insane to me. That's so true. Plus, like, all the assets that they are using, I feel like they're just kind of, like, assets in a vault somewhere, and they're just kind of moving them into the game. Oh, yeah, copying and pasting, basically, yeah, at that point. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know what goes on at the big end, but mm -hmm. come on, guys. I mean, I recently, uh, speaking of trailers and stuff, um, I mean what about let me i'll be the podcast person for a second um how'd, yeah, you, go feel ahead. About, how'd you feel about the uh the breath of the wild trailer um the tears of the kingdom like yeah, that yeah, yeah. i am uh okay like i am so mixed on this game right now because like whereas i i whereas i'm a person who liked breath of the wild i'm not a person who was like hey this is the greatest game of all time kind of person like mm -hmm. that i wasn't that person to begin with and like that trailer to me just felt like more Breath of the Wild and with a couple of like cars thrown in with a thank you that thank you. that that's all it felt like to me. And then like it sours that a little bit to me where you're like, we still have the switch. We are giving you a new Breath of the Wild like game, Tears of the Kingdom in this case. And we're just because like this is our premiere title this year, we're going to charge an extra ten dollars just because. Yeah. Like now um, it's seventy dollars. I I yeah, it didn't feel like a it felt like Nintendo doing weird Nintendo decisions at that point, and they're also like doing bad consumer decisions. Yeah. So no, it felt tainted to me. Like I, I looked at the whole thing and I was like, oh, this I people are gonna be like, Oh my god, this is the best thing ever. And meanwhile, I'm over here being like Bro. This, yeah, this feels gross. I, you you I I was, if I'm being, I completely didn't see that. We're on the exact same page. That is how I felt. <laughs> I, uh, during that stream, um, we, we actually did a, a reaction stream to the stream. Mm -hmm. And um, I was more hyped for the Metroid Prime Shadow Drop at 40 bucks. I was like so ecstatic. And then after that, I was like, mm -hmm. that, what, what, th is there more? And they're like, eh, goodbye. And I was like, that was it and everyone's like breath of the wild and i was like nah, but nah. <laughs> i don't know i i agree i had this such a mix like i'm i'm obviously gonna get it mm -hmm. i'm obviously hype but for some reason i am not hyped about what just happened yeah i can understand but, that completely yeah yeah I, and again i i keep every time i'm like in the discord talking and they're like what you think i'm like I don't know, man. And I just send as long as we avoid this, and I send a gif of um, the banjo kazooie nuts and bolts. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just like, what? I don't know. I, I maybe my age is showing, but I get I get the idea that there's like tech and ancient chic attack, and that there could be some steampunk elements. But there's something weird. There's like this um, dis dis um, mental like this dissonance of seeing Link 
on a car in my Zelda game, and I'm just, I'm just like, what is going? That's 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 not right. I, it's mixing too many genres together. Yeah, it just doesn't feel right. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, again, it might fall into that. Some kids are probably fucking ecstatic for it, dude. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy. I'm so happy for them. And uh, yeah, I'm old, and maybe my Zelda is the older Zelda, but yeah, it just didn't. It didn't hit right. I really hope uh, when they, if if they do a, a bigger in uh, dive, I don't know. I, I would love to not feel this way because I, I don't, don't think they will. It seems like they are trying to keep all their cards close to the chest about this hush, game. Hush, yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, uh, either that or they're going to do like a whole Nintendo Direct jest about this game, and I, mean, I that's, feel that's, that's it. My, yeah, that's my fingers crossed. I have all my digits crossed for that, but I, I think you're right. I don't think they are. I think they're gonna just drop it and be like, be surprised. Um, I don't know, man. And then I think Arlo, our our favorite blue puppet friend, uh, mm -hmm. he his in his video he also shared a, a sentiment that I have, which is um, the whole Ganondorf or presumably Ganondorf's voice. He he goes from this huge mysterious like no words, no nothing, and all of a sudden he's just this voiceover like generic anime voice guy, and it's just like. You're not. You're gonna drop it here. That should be a big moment. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. I thought it was a pretty. Uh, it, it seems like it was a misfire from the seventy dollars thing. And yeah, it man. does. I I don't know. Like, you know, this game seems like it would be hard to market, but it kind of writes itself to where I'm like, just show us like actual gameplay footage. Like, show five minutes of footage of of just one random person in your office playing the game. Yes. And I guarantee you, people are going to be more hyped about it than this video package. I, I agree. Yeah, do like um a, a pseudo curated in, encounter where it's in engine, it's a person playing, but like obviously it's set up to like highlight all the cool new shit you're gonna do in this game, and like let you get give the guy uh, us a, an experience like we're we, we're on the controls. Because right now it's just like you said, it's a bunch of little clips and all the clips, not for nothing, it looks like it's from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I can't tell the difference. But I think like that's kind of a part of the problem, too, is because like this is still on the Switch, which is which came out mm. in 2000, uh, like 2017. And like yeah. at this point is really starting to f show its age, especially like with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet that just ran yeah. like old Serpent Ahop at this point. Dude, dude that's so perfect. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Pokemon is basically old syrup at IHOP. Uh, holy crap! Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, it didn't really strike me until just now how old the Switch is. Yeah, man, it's been a minute. I can't believe that they. Oh, that's a whole other discussion. The whole Switch Pro and where the hell is it? Um, that would have been a great thing to drop this holiday season with a new breath of uh, Skyward. Oh, what the fuck? Uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, just do it now. Like, I, and I know, like. The game's coming out. What I think this May fifteenth, May fifteenth. Yeah. I want to say something, something around something there. Like that, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I know the game's coming out real soon. I'm like, well, that seems like a misfire not to have a console around that time. Or also, it just it feel it it goes together. Why why yeah. do you not have a new console for that? Yeah, and and I mean, I correct me if I'm wrong. I, I I'm wrong a lot, but um, I doesn't Zelda feel like a like a, a holiday? end of year kind of like not a may event was the old one in may 
I I can't remember when um Breath of the Wild came out, but like yeah, I can't it either, seems I... like Nintendo has always been a like a big proponent of having a holiday game, like at least yeah. a, a fall title, like a yeah. Mario Odyssey like title to where you put it into the fall, they have their big game there, you yep, know. Yep, yep. The more I, uh, the more I think about it, I took I took a literal week off of work when that first Breath of the Wild dropped, and I. I took off an entire week for a staycation, woke up at 9, went to bed at 3 a.m. for seven days and played Breath of the Wild. It was glorious. But now <laughs> I think about it, when I got back to the office, it was very cold. I was wearing a scarf and a jacket and it was super duper cold, which hints to me that I think it was around the holidays, maybe November even. But uh, yeah, I maybe. don't know. So- You're also about... on the East Coast, though. So I'm like, oh, truth, truth, truth. You're also uh... on the East Coast. So I'm like, I think that year 2017, it was like, um one half of the year and i think the front half was zelda because the back half of that same year mario odyssey was her fall game oh shit you know you're right well there you go there's me being wrong again (laughs) no no you know like the crazy thing is it's like we were talking about zelda and like the 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 futuristic mechanics that kind of Mm -hmm. mix in with this genre it seems very xenoblade-ish to me more so than zelda oh yeah yeah you know you're right they have been leaning in harder and harder into the Sheikah, like aspect of Zelda, um, mm-hmm. and um, I get. I mean, you got to do something new. I just my my warm space, my comfy place, my kid in me is like Zelda's high fantasy. It's like horses and swords and bombs and boomerangs and slingshots and f- cutting bushes. It's it's not so much riding propellers in the sky with a magic arm and steampunk and mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like my it's not my zelda but uh, <laughs> you know what maybe it's not it's not being made for me so it is uh, what it is i bet you're gonna play this this game and just be uh, you know even if if it's not like a 10 out of 10 you're gonna be in love with this game still you're probably right at this point it's it's like it's probably gonna be a, a banger of a game and all this uh, naysay is gonna be for naught but uh it is. I'm, I'm speaking my truth right now, Sebastian. That's how I feels. It's how I feels. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. So, you know, like, you're an old school Zelda fan. How would you like to see, like, Minish Cap done in the Link Awakens style to where, like, they remaster or remake that game, but, like, use that same Link Awakens, like, art style with that game? Bro, I've never even thought of that. I mean, talking about the last stream, like, Another thing of the hypeness was that the whole all the Game Boy games that were coming with it, mm-hmm. and Minish Cap was there, and yeah. I've never played the Minish Cap, never played it, as like a huge Zelda fan, never got around to it, and I, I would love to play it. So, the proposition of having like that new style that also was so was so good, I love that uh, that re um, remaster of Awakening. I would play that in a heartbeat. Hey, I, I, um... I I think Nintendo's like missing a like uh kind of like a golden marketing opportunity to where like the Mario has 2D Mario and then they have like the 3D Mario's like yep, yep, yep. that's the that's the way it works like Zelda you can remaster all the old retro Zelda games in that same kind of art style or a similar vibe to that and yep, yep, you can yep. still put out your Breath of the Wilds types you know your big uh, open world game I could not agree with you more you're 100% right um like I remember there was speculation of when that first one came out and everyone's like, yo, does this mean we're going to get maybe like oracles of uh, Oracle ages and seasons in this style? Cause that'd be dope. Um, but yeah, even like you just said, like, even if they don't do the exact, like take, 
what they have and like tweak it slightly if even if they want to but yeah why are they not releasing those uh top-down zeldas in a hd uh a high-res like toy box whatever uh, it's beyond me like i would buy those in a heartbeat most people would and i you know like um i was gonna do an episode about this and i think like now speaking about it i'm like we basically are doing the episode that i'm kind of was thinking about doing but like i you know i was you know i was thinking about this while i was you know kind of rough drafting like what the layouts for like uh, some of my episodes were going to be and i thought Uh to myself i'm like what are the games that defined this era for the nintendo switch and that are original games not remastered Uh not remakes but like original games that you could say those are the switch era games Hmm. and switch era being the from 17 to now yeah like yeah like like it's not mario kart deluxe because that technically is just a ported over game not super smash Bros. ultimate ported over game like it's just an amalgamation of all the super smash brothers games put together so i'm like yeah Smash Thank Ultimate you. is definitely a uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, super semantic because it's technically new, but they mm-hmm. it's very so so very similar, just like models and like it's definitely like they how do you put this? It's like you you made Kraft Mac and cheese, but then like they threw in some like Tabasco sauce. <laughs> and it made some like made it like spite like much nicer. They they dressed it's it up. It's gourmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they tweaked it pretty heavily to make it its own, but like the base is still Kraft Mac and Cheese, and Kraft Mac and Cheese is delicious. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah. So some very semantics, but that's a good question. I mean, I mean, Breath of the Wild, Avi, uh, Mario Odyssey. Because think about it like this: like uh, I can go back to the GameCube era and say like, oh, those were the Bro. best the GameCube um, Nintendo games. I can go back to the game boy uh, like era i can go back to the 64 era and i'm like those were the games that defined this defined nintendo during that era of like these and there were original games original games i can't i'm having a hard time coming up with 10 that like that are original games that define the switch to where i'm like going forward we're going to remember the switch era by these 10 games you know so so not only are they um like exclusive to the switch they're also got like they're not fodder. They're, they've got to be monumental and like rena- like well beloved kind of status. Yeah, I mean, like, right? uh, yeah, because I'm like, if you were equivalent, and I'm not trying to make this a console war here thing. Like, if you <laughs> were thinking about like the PS4 games, like where they're first party PS4 games. Oh yeah, you're gonna you come you have a hell of a list to work with. I'm like, oh yeah, I can you, think of them pretty quickly. Uh, exactly off the top of your head, I'm like, uh-huh. you have like. Ghost of Tsushima, just off Mon- the top of your head. Monster Hunter. Monster- well, I guess it eventually, didn't they port it to the PC eventually? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, if okay. we're just talking about first parties, though, you got, like, um, you would have God Ghost of Tsushima, God of War. You would have Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Horizon yeah, yeah. Zero Dawn. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you, you get what I mean? Like, that. Yeah. my point, like, my point is, I'm like, those were the, oh, Uncharted 4, A Thief's <sighs> End. Uh, like, yeah, you're you're right, and you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm like, what are the oh, games? Devil, wasn't Devil May Cry? PS- it's third party, but still, I'm like, it oh, was. Right. Yeah, was, I'm like, it was the third party game, but like, if you look at like Persona Five Royal, like Persona <sighs> Five, banger yeah. after Bloodborne, <sighs> Bloodborne, The Last of Us Part Two. Oh my God, you're right. I forgot Bloodborne was on PS4. How did I forget that? Exclusive to PS4. But I'm like, Jesus. now 
go to the Switch era, and if you yeah. can you think of ten original games that are not just like remastered ports that okay. that, that I'm are like that. Try. I'm gonna try. Yeah, gonna try right now. It's okay. a challenge. Let, let's see what got, you do. We got Breath of the Wild. Uh huh. Mar- Mario Odyssey. Uh huh. I'm gonna say Smash, even though I can we can argue I, about we'll it. We'll count it. We'll count I'll, it. We'll, we'll, I'll count Smash. Um. Oh, 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 uh, oh. Um. Fucking Splatoon three, even though. Count it. it yeah. It's uh, Splatoon three, but again, it, it's essentially Splatoon two, but kind of better. It's kind of in the same Smash world. Anyway. Um. So that's five. <laughs> um. I know there's some people, yeah, like Pokemon Shield was good, and I'm like, no. you go sit in the no. corner and you rethink your life because you're living it wrong. No. Um. And we were just talking about how you can like things that you like what you like and don't bring that mess here. Uh. I mean, but we're not. No one's gonna go back and remember and say like, oh, Pokemon no. Sword and Shield redefined like that. That no. is what we define as like the quota central like Switch game. Switch you know? Are, yeah, absolutely. No. Not. I mean, it's sold like gang. <sighs> It's a Travis, whatever. It's sold, but that's not the indication of a like a, a game that'll last for a lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I I'm trying to think. Uh, shit. I got those five. I'm trying to think my own library. Oh, I guess. Oh no, it's a remaster. I was gonna say the. the I can throw you a bone here. Animal Crossing: New Horizon. Oh, thank it's you. It's gonna be yeah, on that yeah, list. Yeah. That's definitely that came at the the, the beginning of the Pandaruski at the mm-hmm. just the right time. I played the metric crap ton of it that was a great yeah that, that's definitely going to be one so there's six uh, oh luigi's mansion the luigi's mansion three i don't know if that's necessarily what i i'll i'll count it just so we can get to yeah. 10 but like yeah. <laughs> what? that's like what my third bone oh um, yeah it's like i i don't necessarily know if like that's what people are going to be like oh that was a, the creme de la creme of like the switch yeah. era you know so I guess I mean here's a good indicator of like what what really this question is asking like even if if I went online and I was like top ten games or like oh yeah this this that oh I'm sure somebody's gonna say fucking Xenoblade or whatever, um, but even then the fact that we're struggling this hard is an indicator. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and I think like you know like I think there's one thing to be said about nostalgia, but I think there's another thing to be said by being crippled by nostalgia to where like. Yeah. If that and if nostalgia for you as a developer is a crutch, then I think that's a problem. Well, you know, like because I because when the switch first came out, there was innovation there. We did get like games like arms. Oh, arms. Oh, but yeah. Back to the is it a like, no, it's not defining the generation, though, you know? Uh, Yeah, it's really not. I'm like, I, I liked it, but it's definitely not. No, I mean, it's not defining the generation. So I'm like, it's. It's one of those things to where I'm like, what was the original IP games that that not IP, but original games that defined this generation for the Switch? Because a lot of it is just ports is a port fest. It really is. It, it And I I mean, it's probably due uh, a huge I would say a large factor is probably the limitations of its hardware where they like it's really they probably saw how much freaking money they made with the um, the Mario 8 port because mm-hmm. that thing that thing i think it's still I, the I highest be... selling game of, like yeah I was, I was about to say yeah i'm pretty sure it sold way more on the switch than it did on the wii u and they're like mm-hmm. hold on a minute why spend all this money making a new game when we can just redo what we did and make 
just as much, if not more. Er- um, Eric, I'm going to be real with you. That game sold more than we use were sold in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> like, that game alone outsold the Wii U almost that, by, like, I think quadruple of the insane. number of Wii that's U's insanity, in the wild. insanity, dude. Holy crap. Man, the Wii U was such a freaking botch. I can't believe it. I got it, one, but, I mean, Jesus. Um, wow, dude. I mean, there's still some time left. I mean, oh, I don't even... Where the hell was Metroid Prime in our last Direct? That's what I wanted to see. They teased me. They teased the crap out of me. <laughs> they dropped Prime. The remaster, I'm like, oh, man, they dropped it. it means they're totally... And then it just went fade to black. And I'm like, what? What? No, what? No, uh, uh. I have a theory they're going to do, like, Metroid 2 and 3 and then give you 4. Damn. Dude, by that time, like... All right, if that's really what they're doing, I think they're going to play the long card. I think they're going to do what they did with breath of the wild and the wii u and the switch where they're like they just that'll push... be the, the game yeah. for the new console basically yes sir mm-hmm. i think it'll release for switch at a lower power and um the, but to sell it they're like hey you know that game that you've been wanting for like eight years it's here with a shiny new console yeah That's, that... that sounds like nintendo <laughs> yeah they, they're like we got that and then we got mario odyssey 2 for you the, yes that I um I I thought that's what was um showing when they were showing the Pikmin Four, mm-hmm. which is um I mean that might be a pretty huge game on the Switch, but uh, that time will tell. But when they were showing the the beginning of that, I, I thought it was Mario Odyssey too, um who start out in space and stuff. It does kind of look like that. It gives that vibe. It's just yeah you you mentioned Pikmin and I don't want to like crap all over the Pikmin fans, but like. Pigman never has seemed like a A tier like franchise for Nintendo. Like yeah. it's always been that C or B tier where like Yeah, it just we, never we... caught its footing as as hard as the rest. No. Like, it, it seems to be a a solid quality game. I've never played one and I want to. That's why I'm I'm actually I'm They're pretty fun. excited for it. Mm-hmm. I've heard only good things. Um it, but obviously, like case in point, I've never been drawn so hard to be like, I need to go buy that and play that. It's been like, I'll get around to it. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, like you go into like, um, I, I'm not a big club person, but like if you go into like a club, like uh, it's allowed in the, the Nintendo club, but it's not allowed in the <laughs> VIP section, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, hey, you can have drinks over there. You got to pay for your drinks. Yeah, exactly. You got to pay for your drinks. <laughs> exactly. And then all the Marios just walk in and they're, and they're like, Mario, you know. <laughs> Yeah, they the, he gets yeah, bottle the, service in the corner yeah, and such the, like that. The velvet rope thing mm-hmm. goes way up for him, Yoshi and Peach. Oh yeah. Did you catch that um the promo, the the Mario Brothers promo thing for the movie? Oh, where they actually had the music for Mario. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, dude, I played that on so like so many times. That it looks good. What, it looks good. I'm it like looks good. I was a, I was a I'll admit it I had very low hopes for the idea of Illumination doing a Mario movie but so far everything really I've good. seen I'm just like I'm sold I'm I'll watch this I mean I'm pretty happy I uh, I'm I'm impressed uh, I something about that trailer and then like the lady like squinting and shaking her head as she <laughs> read it read it in like a Brooklynish mm-hmm. accent. I was like, hell yeah, that is that's freaking Mario. So uh I'm pretty excited for that. But yeah. yeah. It looks good. Uh, it looks about really Mario good. Ball, and I think that's how I got there. <laughs> <laughs> what other games are you looking forward to this year? Um right now I am thinking so 
I'm really looking forward to in the indie sphere. I'm looking forward to Sea of Stars. Like that game looks amazing. It's really good. Um, I'm looking forward to. Um, she's. I mean, of course, who isn't looking forward to Silk Song? I'm really looking forward to this little thing called Lucid. I hear that game's fucking awesome. I hear good things. I hear only. I, I hear the pixel art is next level. I hear the world's really cool. I hear the movement mobility options look pretty tight. I hear if you like world building and uh, good art assets and a really cool story with a uh, colorful cast of characters, you should really check out that game. It seems pretty pretty Hold dope. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I Yeah, yeah, asked yeah. about games coming this year. Are you trying to drop some information Oh. that Lucid might be coming out this year? Oh my God! I I walked right into that one. Yeah. I'm gonna do a hard pivot and say I plead the fifth. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. oh I man just had to give you some shit there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the games this year um i don't know if it's this year but that um that pinocchio lies Liza P. is Yeah, that's that's this is year. that this year Mm -hmm. dude like i mean That looks really good. i mean if it's even like if it even does a shade of what how much i like bloodborne i'll be happy um and so far it looks really good so plus it's got like That Pinocchio darkness is. I, I just watched that Guillermo del Toro um, Pinocchio, and that was awesome. Um, so Pinocchio is completely capable of being dark and serious, and so I'm I'm very much looking forward to that to towards forward for. Oh my god, I'm looking towards that world. Is that what I'm trying to say? Anyway, Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that on top of um, it's kind of got some Mega Man X or Mega Man vibes in the sense that like you're. You're an Anna, like you're a robot thing with like looking for the doctor, like Dr. Light. I, I, I was, and then it looks like you um, take pieces of your enemies. Like some of the attacks look like your arms would like change out. So I was speculating, and I'm pretty sure others were speculating that you can like take pieces of maybe the bosses. You get like Mm different -hmm. weapons that way, kind of like Sekiro in a weird way. Um, so another shade of Mega Man where like you get boss parts. in your own arsenal i don't know I i'm looking forward to that game it, it looks i am really too cool i am too um it yeah it has like um like devil may cry meets like bloodborne meets like yeah like you were saying like Mega Man kind of vibes and yeah it's like this amalgamation of all these different like ips that that all seem like they wouldn't kind of work together but this trailer and the what we've seen of the gameplay makes it look like this is actually going to slap so i'm totally looking forward to the last of p Mm hmm. Um. What else is and then kind of uh, pretty much the other big ones are. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing Pikmin Four. I'm looking forward you're to actually playing. gonna play it Yeah, I think so because I've always been wanting to, and with the whole Thursday streams, we I have an excuse to like actually get to sit down and play some games. So, uh, I mean, the question mark. I I would love to play it. Um, and then also in that same slot is uh, I want to play Minish Cap. I want to play um, – I've been trying to get my buddy to play old Kirby Superstar, and the closest right now is um, – I think it's called Cursed Mirror. Oh, no, no. Shit, I can't remember. They they did one on the Game Boy that was essentially Superstar like plus, so I'm looking forward to playing that with him. Oh, um, I'm even looking forward to that um, that Mickey Metroidvania that they, Mm hmm. It looks they different. showed. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks just like – silly fun with four people playing like we would do a multiplayer stream with like other community members and stuff it just looks like it'd be fun uh so yeah those are the things that i can think of off the top of the dome It I'm reminds sure there's me others of um um Rayman Legends.
like yes. the gameplay of it. That's what yes. it reminds me of. Uh, yeah, the, between the um the, the flow, it I, I made the joke online. It looks like it's uh baby uh baby's first Metroid. Yeah, that's but, what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah, but, but like not in a derogatory sense. It, like if it's done well, it's done well, and I, I'll I'll play it. It looks fun. Yeah, so I'm gonna read out some titles, and you tell me if yay or nay based on okay. like whether or not you're gonna play them. Okay. All right. So Tears of the Kingdom, I already know that's a yay for you. That's a yay. All right, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Is that the sequel? Yeah, the that's a that's sequel to Fallen Order. Okay, and that's the one where the uh, the Dark Souls. Uh, yeah, Star with, Wars. yeah, with um, Kel Kestis, the right, the redhead. Got it, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's gonna be a yay because I didn't play the first one. Oh and... no. No, I know. Uh, my buddy, who I've mentioned before, uh, Aaron, uh, my streaming partner, um, he's played it, and he's a huge Dark Souls nut like I am. And uh, he, like, he had critiques, but he's like, it was solid. And mm -hmm. I'm sure they took all the critiques, and hopefully they ironed it out. So I'm looking forward to testing out the polished version, you know? So okay. that's a yay. That's a yay for me. All right, Starfield from Xbox. Starfield. Uh, that's not ringing a bell. Is that oh, like the... Is that the No Man's Sky type thing? Yes, that's what everyone's equating oh, out to be. Got it, got it, got it. I, I think I've seen some. I, I don't, I'm not familiar enough to give it a yay or nay, but just on the premise alone, I'll give it a yay. Okay, all right, all right. So um, let's go with um, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Oh, that's a yay. Easy yay for me, yeah, too. Easy. easy yay. All right. So you already played the Dead Space remake. Are you going to play Resident Evil 4 remake? Oh yeah, that's a hard yay for sure. <laughs> the older I get, the more I realize I love like the horror uh horror games or like okay. good horror games. So that's a huge yay. All right. So um Oh, on top of which I never played the first one. What Resident never, Evil? Or I the... never played Resi 4. Okay. I haven't either. So this is my first entry into it. Mm, 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 mm. All right. So Final Fantasy 16. That's a, that's a yay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I love Final Fantasy. I I'm also I'm a big fan of the um like the the sword and shield kind of Final Fantasies. The medieval style. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I I definitely I like that more. Not to say like if if Final Fantasy VII is S tier and that whole Midgar world is S tier, I, I just love fantasy so much. It's S S tier. Like I'm not shitting. <laughs> the other one at all it is mm -hmm. so good i just like the fantastical nature kind of stuff i can understand that all right so we already know hollow knight silk song is going to be easy yes easy yes easy yes um diablo i think we might have we may have stumbled on our first nay for me dogs i understand i'm right there with you i don't think i'm gonna jump into diablo yeah i um i've been i mean are we looking for reasons why or i mean you can it's <laughs> an open yeah. forum you can do yeah. you can say I why guess. you don't like it <laughs> all right so yeah um i feel less bad shitting on triple a's i'll put it that way <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i'm between three being I, I got into three and it was just uh there was such a fucking debacle on launch and it took forever to find their stride on top of just blizzard i don't know they've just have been unimpressive to me lately and then um what they did show was just like, yeah, that looks sort of like what Dia I would expect a Diablo. Nothing caught me as like, oh, wow. It was just like, oh, that looks like extended DLC with prettier graphics, I suppose. I don't know. It's I'm just, right there uh, with you. 
Yeah, nothing, nothing about it. But then, and then that whole like phone thing, and it was just so oh, arrogant. That was rough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just like, is that really? I could go on, but uh, I, the, everything they've been doing left a sour taste in my mouth. And then to come out with something that's so like bleh, I'm like, all right, I can easy pass. Until my buddy who plays literally everything uh, is like, yo, you got to play this. Uh, then I'll play it. Until then, I'm just like, ah, there's so many other things that you li literally just listed that I, I can devote my time to. Okay, okay. Sinuous Saga, Hailblade 2. Sinuous Saga, Hailblade 2. Wait, is that, that a sequel to the... Yeah, the um, Sinuous Sacrifice. Shit, is that the... Is that the game with the the lady protagonist with like pa face paint? Yeah, the yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, I, I I never played the first one. Uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be a note only because I didn't play the first one. And I know nothing about it. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. It it wouldn't make you feel like it'd be a yay if I told you it's coming day one a Game Pass. I don't have the Game Pass. So oh, okay. It, it gotcha. means it means nothing to me. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but if, if if you're saying it was free, free is free is for me. So okay. th then it would be like a yes. <laughs> this was a long shot because I I have a feeling this one's not coming out in 2023 like proper. But Hades too. Oh my god! Oh my god! My pants just got like an inch shorter. <laughs> dude. Uh, that is such a, that is a billion yays, dude. Uh, me and again uh, we were just oh that's a game that we've been playing. Uh, we what games have I been playing? We got into a Hades thing again, like uh. We were, we were, like I mentioned, we were getting back in the stream. We we're like, what do we play? I'm like, I don't know. Want to play Hades? We're like, okay. We played one day of Hades on stream. And then for the next week off stream, we were just like, yo, you want to play some Hades? That yeah. game is so god dang good. It is a crime. It is so good. I, I'm so looking forward to the second. I can't wait to see what they've done. Um, all right. All right. So I got a challenge for you. All yeah. the games we listed, which one's the most anticipated game now? Ooh. All right. Saying that all of them drops. Hades. All of them. All of them drop on the same day. What's like, the like, no, like all of them guaranteed to come out this year. Like, let's oh. go with that caveat. Like, no game is going to fall out of this year. What, which one you pick? Is it going to be Hades too? It's probably Hades too. I'm kind of right there with you, man. I'm yeah. kind of right there with you. <laughs> yeah, I dude. love these babies, man. Yeah, man. It's all, I can't believe like it's going up against some huge contenders and. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's Hades too. It's so the first one's so good. It's, it's so, so good. good. Like it's unbelievable how good. And like it's an I think it's technically an indie studio. Yeah, that's like, super giant. Super giant. Yeah. still indie, right? Like they're Yeah, like, I, I mean they're higher tier indie, but yeah, they're they're definitely yeah, indie still. I, I get yeah, like that's insane. They are so good. Like uh I'm not saying anything new like oh my god, super giant fucking rocks yeah like they're uh they're what i aspire to be one day uh i can't sing their praises enough that game is a triumph on all levels storytelling character art game art gameplay loop um holistic design uh music sound effects so ui good. everything everything is so good um, i'm right there with you like i've been a fan of super giants is ba like bastion bastion yeah oh. So Dude, good. Uh, uh, what's it? Conductor, conductor, Con uh, transistor, um, transistor, pyre yes. was another Pyre. Mm -hmm. Um, all of them, all of them were so. I feel like every single one of those games led them to this to point, that. Mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful thing to see. Like you can see each one's influence. Like even if, uh, even if small, 
you can so you can see a piece of each one in the next it's it's so good yeah i think they they're just rolling on all cylinders right now and like yeah. if and you know there were some people who said like i can't believe they're doing a sequel and i'm like i can't what? i can and i'm like yeah i i was um i agree with you man like i would i would have been surprised that they didn't do a sequel uh like they hit they put so much uh dev time and polish and like they found an engine they like perfected a machine like why wouldn't they go back and like all right can we polish this anymore like people love this game of course they do a sequel plus just imagine how much bank they're going to make with the sequel which will then fuel the next the actual next project it's just going to make that next project unbelievably like uh the scope i, I can't wait for that as well uh, anything yeah. they're like the the miyazaki of um indie devs like whatever they drop i'm like give me give me give me num 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 yeah i'm the same <laughs> way i'm the exact same way so but you know i got a question for you and it, it's you know a little bit different than the questions we've been asking lately but oh. it's a simple question are you ready eric my body's ready all right. All right. I'm glad to hear it because it is time for Are You a Pro Nerd Trivia section of the show where we ask our guest, this time it's you, Eric, five different questions based on five different areas of nerdy expertise. Ooh. So this is the way that you like back when you were on the show, we haven't like we didn't have this this portion of the show. So this is your first time at bat here. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. since you know, since you like you've been on the show, we've done tons of different guests and, you know, had several people on the show. We've only had congrats, one person. Congrats, congrats, congrats. Thank you. Thank you. We've only had one person, though, in the history of the show. Get all five questions correct. Yeah. One person. OK. One person out of all the people we've had on the show so far. So Sebastian, you, I, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. You're, you're putting me on the spot. I feel I, I am adding the pressure, but I feel like you're so diverse in nerdy culture that you're going to rise to the occasion and join that one person in the Pro Nerd Hall of Fame. Okay. All right. So here's how it's going to work. Five different areas of nerdy expertise. I got a wheel right here, like right on the screen next to me. <laughs> I'm going to spin that wheel and whatever <sighs> it lands on is what the, whatever category we're going to roll with. Okay. So, okay. And on the fifth question, though, you get a question, you get a uh, like a choice between category A or category B, but whichever you so choose is what we'll go with. And if you want to, you can hear you can hear the road not spoken after we conclude with our our segment of the show. Uh, so. I'm most definitely going to want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So that sounds like a plan. All right. So here we go. The round and round the wheel goes and. <laughs> I like how you made the wheel sound. <laughs> I like how you made the wheel sound. That's so funny. All right. So the wheel has officially landed on Harry Potter. No, no. Okay. That's uh, totally fine. All right. All right. So Harry Potter trivia. All right. So here we go. In what city or what city or location was Harry Potter born in? I mean, I'm gonna say uh, London, England. Oh, that's a good guess. Damn it! That's a very good guess. It is incorrect, though. <laughs> God damn! All right, well, fuck me. All where, right. Where, where was he born? Godric's Hollow. 
Godric's Hollow. In the seventh book, they actually go back to where he was born to go visit his parents' grave and such See, like that. I, I remember the scene. Mm -hmm. I, I just I didn't remember. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, that's also where um where the he became the boy who lived. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, first question, I feel like was a little bit of a hard one. <laughs> I feel like it was a little bit of a hard one. Not gonna lie, that was, if, if they get as if they are as hard or get harder, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna be as trouble as you think you are because nobody has not gotten one question correct. Everyone's already uh, like always got one at least. All right, so all right, so in the world of Marvel, specifically the MCU, okay. who cut off? Thanos' head. Oh, Thor. Alright, you got it. <laughs> you got it. Easy peasy, baby. <laughs> yeah. So you're one for one right now. Woo! Like doing pretty good. Alright. So let's spin the wheel right here. Alright. The wheel has landed on DC. Okay. DC Comics. Alright. Name a villain. For the superhero Green Lantern. Oh, um, uh, hold on, hold on, Sinestro. You got oh, it. No. You yes, got, hooray! You, <laughs> you you were trying to back yourself out of the right answer. Yeah, for a second I was like, wait, no, I, I thought I had said like Mr. Sinister, and I was mm -hmm. like, no, 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 wait, no, it's not, it's up. <laughs> yes, I, I was thinking like, who's that dude with the little pencil mustache and he's mm -hmm. yellow and the, yeah. There you go. It is definitely Sinestro. Yeah, you got that nice. one correct. Sick. All right, so. All right, here we go. All right, so two two down that you actually got. You got one that you missed. You're, you're doing pretty good here. The next one, though, is in the realm of Middle-earth, specifically oh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, sir. Oh, you're confident. <laughs> I mean... Fuck, I, know, I might have just stepped into something here, but uh, I was just watching, uh, it, it popped up on Netflix, and you know me, I, I have to watch them all, so, mm -hmm. uh, okay, let's see, let's see it. Alright, in the War of the Ring, like, which forest does Sauron, does Saruman order the orcs to cut down? What was the name of the forest Saruman ordered the orcs to cut down? I want to say Mirkwood Forest. Oh, that was a really good guess. It's not right, but that was a really good guess. Damn it. What is, oh, what is it? It's not. It's right by Isengard. It's not Mirkwood because that's where Pippin and Merry go into and they meet Treebeard. But I'm guessing it's a different forest. Hmm. Fanghorn Forest. Fanghorn Forest. God damn it. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Banghorn Forest. I think that was a really good guess, though, because I didn't know none of the forest names. <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I would have got that one at all. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's totally Banghorn. All right, so final question. You got a category of A or category of B? Which one you want to go with? You got two right, two wrong. Okay. Um, go with A. All right, all right. Uh, let's see what A was. A was in video games. Okay. I like video games. Yeah. it's <laughs> Video games seem hard, though. That's a super expansive category. Ugh, when you put it that way, right? Yeah, I'm like, uh, it's okay. All right. It's okay, because you got this. You okay, got, got this. this. 
All right, so. All right, in the realm of video games, which developer released a two, uh, released a game in 2017 by the name of L.A. Noir? Oh no, it's definitely in a blind spot. L.A. Noir is a 2017 game released by which game developer? I want to say it's, I want to say Rockstar, but I'm almost certain it's not Rockstar. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is it Naughty Dog? No. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> You're naming all of them. Yeah, no, no. yeah, just, I'm not looking at your face. I'm not looking at nothing because I don't want any hints. Um. I don't know, man. It's a complete crapshoot. Uh, let's go with. It's not Activision. It's. I'm trying to think of the like the the engine, and I can see the models, and I can see the facial textures, and can I see the choices? Who did Mass Effect? Bungie. <laughs> Damn it! Ah. Uh... Okay, uh, I'm going to say THQ Nordic. THQ Nordic. That is a throwback. I like that. Yeah, man, I'm going with that. That is the throwback. Do you know the crazy thing is? What's that? You're incorrect, but you actually, your first guess was right. Was it Rockstar? It was Rockstar. Get out of here. It was Rockstar. I saw Rockstar in my head, but I'm like sure they were not they were you talked on... yourself out of the right answer mother okay <laughs> damn it okay fair enough that's totally right. a blind spot of mine for sure it's just oh. not a genre i'm uh rockstar in general like i never played red dead and uh all that Whoa. stuff yeah man it's just a huge blind spot in my gaming uh sphere oh my goodness yeah that that surprised me because like you, you had know. it right there on the tip of your tongue. You just let it's it go. Right there. I know. I should have just stuck with my gut. Damn it. Oh, well. Right. Live and you learn. Live and you learn. All right. Before we go to our last segment of the show, though, would you like to take the road not taken and see what oh. category you would have got for the other side of the I fence? I do. I do. I do. All right. So that category would have been the realm of Pokemon. Oh, no. <laughs> I love, I love Pokemon. Okay. Or I love the Pokemon. Oh, do I get to hear the question? Yeah, you get to hear the po- you get to hear Woo-hoo! the question and everything. All right. All right. All right. So, all right. So, in poke in the realm of Pokemon. Yeah. All right. This poke name this Pokemon specifically. We're doing a throwback to the old to the old television show. Evidently, is okay, what great. the question was. If it was anything past like black and white, I would be in trouble. Okay. Yeah. Name this Pokemon. Yeah. All right, so my name is Bell Sprout. I am Pokemon number sixty-nine. What do I evolve into? Oh, oh, uh, Bell Sprout turns into the lost. No, 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 no! My God, no! Um, oh my God. Um, oh wait, I know this. I know this. I can picture it. Um, James had one. 
Um, oh my god! <laughs> I like how you said James, like Jesse and James. Yeah, didn't he? He had the final version. Uh, of, wasn't it like a victory about? There's one in between. Weeping, Weeping Bell. Weeping so Bell we is the correct answer. Yeah. Weeping <laughs> Bell was. And so, if you would have chose that path, you would have got three out of out of Mother. five right instead of the two. Gosh darn it! I should have went with the Pokemans. Yeah, should have went should've. with the Pokemans. But it is, it's all good. You did really well though, because I'm like some of those were real rough cuts. Yo, that uh, that Harry Potter one was rough. It started you off on a rough track, and that was rough. And the crazy thing is, so like behind the scenes here, like I roll the wheel and it pops up the category and then it pops up the question. Oof. So it just generates that automatically, that question. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> you I, were like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh. yeah, yeah, rough, rough go, buddy. Um, and the Fang Horror 4, if, I probably should have thought about it a little longer. I like just watched the two towers, but uh, which we'll is the best see. movie, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I agree with that for sure. <sighs> Don't, that's a whole other episode. That's a whole yeah, it really, episode. Is. <laughs> it really is. It really is. So, Eric, you know, let's go to our next segment of the show, which is our wrap-up. So, Eric, before we go, though, I got one question for you. What words of inspiration would you like to give to the people today? Words of inspiration? Yeah, and just general life advice. Um, okay. Um, hi, everybody. How Hello. are you doing? How's it going? I hope you're all having a good day. I hope you enjoyed me and Sebastian hanging out and talking. It's it's always good. I kind of forgot you all were here, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> it just feels like we're just hanging out. I was just hanging out with Sebastian, and then all of a sudden I got to give all you some some hard-hitting advice. Um, Okay. Uh, So let's see here. You guys want some, some real advice? I don't know. What are you doing right now? Are you doing what you love? Are you doing what you have to? Because both are respectable, you know what I mean? You got to put food on the table. If you got a family to feed, sometimes you, you, you don't have the luxury to just quit and do what you love. You got to do what you have to, to help the people you love. So to sit here and say, hey, follow your dreams, do what you love. You know, that's like, it's like shallow, hollow words sometimes. <laughs> that, that said, if you, if you can, if you can find something that you love, don't stop doing it. Do what you love um, and don't let other, anybody tell you otherwise. Don't anybody, don't let anybody tell you what you love is dumb, stupid, not worth your time. Because if you're having fun doing it, it's time worth, uh, well worth, uh, spent well. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess that's my advice. Do what you love and uh, don't apologize for it. Unless it's, you know, <laughs> unless, unless it's something super bad. <laughs> yeah, unless it's like diddling, uh, like people that shouldn't be diddled, then don't do what you love. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Um, That's a yeah. guitar for the laugh, real quick. <laughs> anyway, my name's Eric Van. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, before we go, though, where can the good people find you? Well, uh, the good people can find me at www.lucidkickstarter.com <laughs> that's that's exactly what we're here to do everyone go to www.lucidkickstarter.com yes. right please 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 uh it's just one click it helps so much um but for realsies if uh if you love um if you just love video games um you're you're gonna love lucid it's I grew up loving video games. It's everything I love about video games. Smacked tab in 
smashed together. I'm putting everything I got into it. Um, please uh, show show some love, some support. It really helps me get through the the, the night sweats when I wake up at night and be like, can I do this? Am I am I gonna fall on my face flat? Um, just uh, it would really mean the world. Uh, but on a serious note, uh, I guess you could find me on. Uh, there's a Lucid Discord. There's a Lucid Instagram. I'm sure all these delectable links will be in the description of this video. Uh, but thank you for listening. My winded ass voice going on forever. <laughs> but uh, I should have let Sebastian talk more. His voice is just so much better than mine. I'm so no, it <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening. And uh, I hope to see you out there in the uh, the internet spheres. For sure, for sure. Eric, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Well, like pleasure. you said, everything everything Lucid is going to be in the description. And so be, everyone be on the lookout for that. Click on the click starter. Um, all you have to do is just go to the click starter, hit notify me. So so like as soon as the Kickstarter goes, you can go support this man, go support this amazing game. And trust me when I say this game is absolutely amazing. It's going to blow people away. Um, Just click notify me on launch and as soon as that thing's ready, go support this man because, like, you are going to be supporting what um, what might be the Hades of that year. Whatever year oh it comes out, oh whatever year this out comes out, I'm not going to, you know, speculate on release date or anything like that. <laughs> but so whenever whenever this man's finished with this glorious project, you are going to get a absolute banger of a game. So support him on Kickstarter. Also, you know, follow him on the Twitter, the Twitter, the Instagram, go go follow him at Discord. He is such a delight, such a great human being, and I always love having this guy on the show. Oh, thanks, man. I love being here. Thanks again for having me. <laughs> Anytime. Fun as always. Anytime. Before we go, though, um, I got one last thing I want to ask you. <gasps> okay. Just one last thing I was going to ask you. All right, so... We we got the, we got the game Lucid coming out and coming out we don't know when but we know that there is a lot of dope work going into the game. Where can people check out the trailer? Oh, uh, there's a Steam page. Um, mm -hmm. If you go to uh, check out Lucid on Steam, there's another ding dang Lucid there. But it, if it doesn't look awesome, it's not my Lucid. <laughs> uh, so uh, it, you can on all the socials. Um, there's a like it's either pinned, but um, you can get to the uh, Steam there, or you can just look on Steam. Um, yeah, there's also a YouTube. I'll be sure to give you all those yummy, yummy links. But uh, yeah, the uh, 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 another trailer is probably in the works soon. But definitely go check out the one I, I animated the intro. I'm pretty proud of it. It's all old assets. It's like a year old now. <laughs> anyway, anyway um yeah everybody check it out tell me what you think what do you like about it what don't you like about it do you like the pixel art do you not like the pixel art do you think i'm a bad animator do you think the <laughs> game's garbage do you think what we're saying is absolute insanity let me know please. give them all the feedback yeah all the I feedback love it. i love it come talk to me i'm lonely i i just i de i develop alone i'm all alone Sebastian's <laughs> the only one i talk to <laughs> Man, thank you so much, dude. Uh, it's always a pleasure. We're going to have you back on the show really soon. And especially when this game's launched, we're going to have to do a deep dive into a deep dive episode into all things Lucid when this Yo, game man, comes uh, out. I'd be a thousand, a thousand percent down to, closer to when the actual Kickstarter, you know, starts becoming a thing. Um, I'll let you know. We can maybe do something around there. Yeah, sounds good. It sounds great. So 
Everyone, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Eric, thank you so much for being on the episode. This has been the Single Player Experience Podcast, and we're out. Peace. So that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Eric Minahan for being on this episode of the Single Player Experience Podcast. I also want to let you know about the Single Player Experience Discord server. It's the perfect place for single player gamers to talk about the good single player games they've been playing lately and to get video game recommendations. Think of it kind of like a book club for single player gamers. The link to join will be in the description. Once you're in, feel free to share your video game backlog list, talk about the good games you've been playing, or give your feedback on the show. If you have a game that you think should be recommended or that you think I should talk about, let me know in the Single Player Experience Discord server. I'll see you there. Before we go, I just want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Stay safe, stay gaming, and I hope to catch you in the next one. Peace!